everybody. Welcome to another episode of Land Grant Uncut, where we bring you unedited, unfiltered audio from Ohio State press conferences and other media availabilities. My name is Connor Lamans, and I'm talking to you about two hours after Ohio State's 73-56 win over the Western Michigan Broncos tonight, the first game in rivalry week. Ohio State did lead this game by as much as 31 points, but during the second half, they did take their foot off the gas. They got guys like Kalen Etzler, Bowen Hardman, and Austin Park some minutes. So Western Michigan was able to string together some baskets and cut into that 31-point lead, and they end up losing to the Buckeyes by just 17. After the game, we talked to Chris Holtman, Jamison Battle, and Dale Bonner about the game. There was a lot of talk about Zed Key, kind of the energy and the juice he brought when he first checked into the game. Uh, Chris Holtman spent some time talking about his guards, Roddy Gale, Bruce Thornton, Dale Bonner, all that. Um, as well as the fact that so many teams in college basketball in this past week did lose games to unranked teams, mid-major teams, teams that you know are getting cut a fat check to come play at your arena. So he spent a little time talking about how Ohio State tries their best not to look forward, look ahead, and look past any opponent, which included this Western Michigan team that played Northwestern very tight over the past week here, and uh, that was something that Ohio State noticed. So I'll ca- stop blabbing. We'll go ahead and get to our press conference here with Chris Holtman, Jamison Battle, and Dale Bonner. Well, Dale, for you, just uh, this was easily your best offensive performance here. Uh, just what sparked you today, and I, I guess you know what, what was different about how you felt in this game. Uh, I don't really think anything was different. Uh, just continue to, you know, play with confidence. Uh, you know, just play hard every time I step on the floor. And today I hit shots, so it's a good day. Jameson, you know, as a team, you guys got off to a seven for ten start from three, and that really, you know, the game was kind of over from there. Obviously, not over, over, but you know, had a big beat from there. Um, just what got you guys started early? What fueled the hot shooting start? Yeah, I think it's something we talked about last week or a couple weeks ago when we were in here talking about how, you know, we weren't shooting well. That's something we, we do in practice every day. We're consistent with it. And that consistency, you know, obviously leads to results. It's about being consistent. Everyone's always in the gym shooting. Everyone's always in, in practice working on their shots. So I think it's just something that we've been working towards. And, you know, we can't be satisfied. You, know, you still got to go out here and be consistent even after you hit some shots in a game. So I think it's just about us. You know, going out there and, and consistently working. I understand we got a big win today and a you know a big lead, but you know we got another test coming and we're we're laser focused on that. So you know, it's taking it day by day and just going week by week and hopefully good things come of that. Uh, both of you guys have played a lot of college basketball and you've seen games where you're playing a team that you're supposed Thank to beat you. and you build a big lead. What what does it take for a team to take that kind of challenge and and do what you're supposed to do? Blow out a team that you're supposed to beat. Yeah, I think it's, um, you know, I think it's like you said, taking on that challenge. Every game's a challenge, and, you know, you're really promised so, so many amounts of games. And for us, I know it's our last year out here. So with that, you know, we're going to go out here and give it our all regardless of the circumstances, regardless of what happens. So, you know, you're supposed to beat teams, but, you know, college basketball is a fickle game where you can face a really good mid-major team and lose that game, but you can face a really good high-major team and win that game. So it's just always being ready and always being consistent, like I talked about earlier. And it's just going out there and wanting to win and earning wins. I would just say sticking to our principles, uh, you know, sticking to what we do best, flying around, uh, you know, just staying connected as a team. Uh, it doesn't really matter who we playing. You know, anybody can get beat. And, you know, we just keep that mindset and just staying focused and, and staying together. Well, what does it take to, to keep that focus, to keep that mindset when it is a big lead um, early in a game like that? 
keep a team from really finding a way to, to chip away at that lead? What does it take to keep your foot on the pedal even when you have a big lead? I think it's what Dale talked about, sticking to our principles. Uh, regardless of what's going on, if we have a 20-point lead or a tie game, you know you're still going to do the same things that we've been preaching since the summer. So I think that has to do with our mentality as well. You know, having that mentality that it's a zero-zero ball game here at half. How are we going to respond and how are we going to come out of this this break and how are we going to, you know, like keep the keep the foot on the gas? And I think that's something that we we kind of talked about in halftime and how are we going to do it? Because you know, against Merrimack, we we didn't start out the first the second half uh, as well as we should have, and today we responded by coming out in the second half and then doing what we we talked about in the locker room. Yeah, you guys weren't just turning over Western Michigan; you were also scoring points off those turnovers. What was working, especially in the break today? Uh, I just think, you know, finding each other, uh, you know, the more we play with each other and uh, get comfortable, I think uh, we'll, we'll show that even more, uh, you know, uh, our coaches always tell us, you know, push push the ball whether they make or miss, uh, you know, just, just fly around and, and, and just try and find uh, each other and get each other going, so that's what we did. And then uh, for Jameson, do you almost take more pride in those, like, turnaround post fadeaways or, or is it... You know, three-pointers that we all have seen, but that post-game that you have, is that kind of an underrated part of you? I would say so. I think it's something I've, I've done since high school. I think that was one thing when I transferred to, to De La Salle, my, my second high school is something that we worked on a lot. And then also just, you know, having that patience, having that time in the post. And it's just something that I wouldn't say it's underrated, but it's a part of my game that I think, like you said, is, isn't is seen as much. But I think when I get to it, it's something that, you know, helps elevate this team. And that's all I can, all I can do in the end is just, you know, do the things I do well and then help this team win. Um, coach talked the other one of the last things coach said here the other night was Western Michigan is not to be taken lightly. They gave Northwestern a good game. What kind of message, scout report type of stuff did he tell you about these guys that helped you keep, helped you be focused for this game and, and just because it was a back team and you didn't look ahead of them? Um <clears throat> like you said, uh, they played Northwestern and it was a good game. Uh, just not to take them lightly. Uh, you know, they're a really talented team. And, uh, you know, we just tried to come out here and execute exactly what the coaches uh, wanted us to do. So. And James, the, the three-point shots went in, but you guys got really good open looks, right. wide yeah. open looks. Yeah. Why were they so wide open? I think that just is a testament to what we've been doing offensively this week to prepare for this game. And I think it's a testament to us, you know, finding, finding, the, finding the open guy and understanding the offense as well, get into the open spots, you know, not just standing around, whether it's cutting. You know, there's a lot of times where I, I know a specific example, I think it was one of your, one of your shots where Scotty did a did a cut and Dale was wide open and stuff like that, those little things that where Scotty doesn't get uh, a stat in the box score, but you know, we're all we're all doing things that matter in the end and get someone an open shot. So I think it was just, you know, sticking with the offense we've been doing. And I think another thing is too, we've been facing a lot of zone teams, so we haven't seen a lot of man-to-man -man so far this year, but I think that's something that where this week we took pride in finding, helping guys get open and finding open guys. So you guys, your eyes kind of lit up today with that. You say that. A little bit, yeah. And, yeah. and what, how's the chemistry building? Man, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I say it every time I come in here, if someone asks that, you know, I'm 22 years old and I feel like I'm 20 with, this, with these guys. And I think we've been going at it since July, since June, you know, this team, loves to compete on the court and then off the court where it's just a bunch of a bunch of brothers and a big family. And I think that's what really makes us special that, you know, you see a lot of guys out here, whether it's, you know, five guys getting double figures or maybe some guys aren't playing as well, but you're always going to see that support from each other because we, in the end, we all want to win and we all want to do it together. 
Yeah, you mentioned the five points or five players scoring double figures. I guess like, what does that just do for the overall like flow of the offense when you have five guys who are just kind of scoring at will here and shooting for three? Just what does that do for like the balance of the offense? I guess. I think it's just picking and choosing the spots. In the end, you know, guys are getting open. The offense is flowing. That's not not saying. You know, any specific guy can go out here and get 20. I think that's just the talent level we have and the depth that we have. And I think that's what we makes us so special in the end, too. And I think today, defensively, we were we were pretty locked in. I think that's something we took pride in today, and we're going to keep taking pride in that. So uh, I think it's one thing that, you know, offense is always going to be there. We're going to always consistently work at that. But I think today we showed defensively that, you know, we're not to be taken lightly, and there's still a lot of room we have to improve on. But, you know, I think it's just, just another step in the right direction for a, for a, a good program. And then uh, at the end of the game, Kalen, Austin Parks, and uh, Rowan Harbin, too, got some time too. It seemed like you guys were kind of happy for them on the bench and when they were shooting, they were trying to make some shots and had pretty <coughs> good activity at the end of the game. So I guess, like, what what does it uh, what does it mean for you to kind of see them kind of be at the court again? Um, it was exciting. Uh, you know, they cheered for us when we were in the game. And, you know, we're going to do the same when they get the chance to play. Uh, you know, they put uh, – just as uh, as work as anybody else uh, on this team does. So I was extremely happy that they were, you know, able to get on the floor and, you know, get out there. <coughs> you guys had a 21-3 run in the first half that really put them put them away for the most part. Uh, when you have a run like that, what what does that feel like with this team? And, and what does that show as far as, like, offensive capability where you guys could get when you can put together a stretch? Like, it was, like, seven minutes yeah, I think, I mean, I, I couldn't even tell you on a 21-3 run just because of the way we play, you know, just in the fact that it's always next play. We're not dwelling in the past. We're not worrying about, oh, someone hits a three or, you know, we, we miss an offensive rebound, stuff like that. It's just always focusing on the next play, next play, next play. And I think that's that's the biggest thing. Bruce, Bruce always comes in the huddle and talks about hitting singles, and that's the biggest thing. Singles lead to runs in the end if you're consistent with it. So we just got to keep being consistent that, you know, in the end, those things are going to happen. But, you know, we're not going to dwell on that and be so hyped up that where we lose focus in our main goal. So I think that's what, you know, like like Bruce always talks about, just hitting singles. Dale, your stat line tonight, 11 points, four made from the floor, a couple rebounds, a couple assists. Is this more the kind of contribution you, you expect to be having on a nightly basis as far as kind of compared to the first couple of games? Uh, no. Uh, you know, I'm going to come in and, and just come with high energy and, and do whatever I need to do for this team, whether that's come in and guard the best player on the team, uh, come in and rebound, or, you know, like I did today, I hit some shots. Uh, you know, I'm just going to come in and just be aggressive every time I touch the floor. Jameson, I know there was a question earlier about uh, you having some wide open looks. I noticed you coming off a lot of off-ball screens, uh, especially in the corner from like Mahefi and Aquara. Uh, uh, how much of that is game plan, and how much of that is just uh, your your own personal basketball IQ and knowing where to be on the floor? I think some of that's some of our set plays, but I think other things that's something that I've been doing, you know, four or four years in college. So it's just you know within the flow of the game, within the flow of the offense, and we're starting to learn uh, what we can do within the offense as well. So I think it's just. You know, whether it is set plays or whether it is IQ, you know, it's just keep keep learning about each other and keep working on the offense. I know that neither of you guys played with Zed last year, so this might actually be a better question for both of you. Uh, since he's coming off such a serious shoulder surgery, but then he checks in tonight in the first two minutes, I think he had a steal and two blocks. Just from your perspective as being a new teammate of his, um, what is it like watching him? Where do you feel like he is and kind of his, his comeback, his recovery? Uh, just from your perspective. Yeah, I think you can you can see it. You know, obviously being in the Big Ten for two years, I've seen Zed and been around Zed, and you can see the changes he made to his body this year, and you can see how much that's impacted 
his play. And I think he's he's a grinder. He's always working. He he's always you know going out and practice with Felix. So I think it's it's a testament to the work he's put in. And obviously coming off a big shoulder surgery that you you got to put a lot of time in to get back healthy. And I think he's done that. And he's done that with with transforming his body. You can see the he's reaping the benefits right now. Better his dunk off the steel or his three Uh, good performance uh, for a lot of the game by our guys. I thought they did a really good job. We're locked in. This Western team uh, played really well last time out against Northwestern. Obviously, they got our guys' attention as close as that game was. Uh, I think Dwayne's got a good team. Uh, well coached. Um, once they get uh, a little healthier, I think they're going to have a good year. So good luck to those guys. When you're learning a lot about a, new, a young team early in the season, did you know you'd be as locked in as you would be against a team that most people would expect? I know you had respect for them. People expect yeah. you to win this game big. Did you know you'd be as locked in as you were? Well, um, you know, I don't ever pay attention to what, in terms of games, what people think uh, because college basketball is so unique in that, you know. Um, and I think there were 12 teams that lost by games in the last you know, week and a half. Uh, four of them were ranked teams. So, you know, you don't ever pay attention to whatever any of that stuff is. The reality is, is it's, you take it game by game. You got to earn every game you win. Um, people who are in it and have played it and who've done it, they understand that. Um, and that's the challenge every game is you got to go earn it. Um, because if you don't, you can have a game that goes right down to the wire, and that's the reality. There's a lot of good players in college basketball, good teams, well-coached teams. So I think it did help that, you know, playing Northwestern as close as they did, you know, probably got our guys' respect or got our guys' attention. I think they always had our respect, got our guys' attention. Seeing your team, I guess, pull away the way that you did. You had a 21-3 to run in the first half and just consistently coming after them and not letting them really climb back in. What did you learn about your team, maybe from that aspect of building a lead and then maintaining it? Well, I thought we were we really imposed ourselves defensively in the first half. And then the second half, we just weren't as good defensively or offensively. It's certainly not defensively. So that was frustrating. But uh, it was as good as 20 minutes as, as we played in a while. <clears throat> And, um, you know, just really, we really physically were locked in, mentally were locked in and imposed ourselves. It was a really good, really, really high level 20 minutes. What do you think it was that made the difference in the second half? Was it a loss of focus? I mean, what, what fueled the had Some different lineups probably. Um, uh, and then just, yeah, I think that's a challenge for kids. You know, I think we were up, what was it, 25 or 30 or I don't know what the largest lead was, but... And I think there's a standard you have to play to. We didn't always meet that on every possession, but um, you know we got we got to get better with that. Started seven of ten from three in this game. What did you see to fuel that you know hot shooting start? Great job moving and sharing the ball, man. Just a great job. Our guys really moved it and shared it. The offense was highly efficient. Uh, transition was efficient. Um, 
you know, 10 assists, five turnovers in the first half, 10 assists. Uh, it just was really a, a terrific job by our guys sharing the ball. We saw Felix kind of stay in there late in the game. Was that just to kind of help him get some extra minutes after the first couple of games not playing as many? Yeah, I just wanted, yeah, game conditioning. That was all that really was, just game conditioning. Yeah, what do you see from Felix saying? 10 rebounds, better rebounding effort? 10 or 11, yeah, 10 or 11? 11. 11. Okay, um, yeah, I think um, that that just, he needs to keep rebounding the ball, you know, just really challenging him on that end to rebound the ball at a higher level. I thought he, I thought he did, took a step there. And earlier this season, I was surprised that Bruce and Roddy said like they had never had in-game alley-oop or any kind of like connection like that. We've seen that every game this year. What are you seeing from that connection right now on the court? Uh, guys that have just played a lot together now, you know, year plus. Um, guys that uh, are they're very close friends, so I think that always helps too. But they they just have they have a good connection on the floor, good connection off the floor. They like each other. The roommates, you know, so it's a, it's a good thing. Bruce today with five assists, no turnovers, so on the year is now at 18 to two. What have you seen from him over the summer and to this point in the season that's him progressing of more than just a score, but like creating things for everybody else? I think that's the biggest thing, one of the bigger things for him. I, well, I also need him to rebound, defensive rebound the ball a little bit better, but I think. You know, we'd like for him to have, you know, four or five, six assists a game. He's got to keep finding people. But at the same time, there's other times where he's, you know, he's going to be one of our leading scorers. So there's a balance there. But um, he does a great job taking care of the ball. Great job. I could probably even, we'd probably even challenge him on occasion and take another, a little bit more of a chance uh, on certain occasions um, with the ball um, because I think he can, you know, we want him to do that some, but uh, he's done a great job taking care of the ball here. Uh, yeah, it seemed like you guys were playing with a lot of like added pace in the first half, um, just like more in transition, like it felt like you were saying. Was yeah. that sort of like an emphasis for you guys, like going into the game, kind of play with a lot of pace early on? Well, it's been an emphasis all year for us. Um, and sometimes we've been better at it than others. You know, a lot of it's predicated on our defense. It just is. Um, it's just so important, you know, but we, we have been pushing it off makes more this year uh, than we have in the past. Uh, I thought our pace was, was good and it also helped that we didn't face his own. So, you know, we could able just to like, there's a rhythm to playing offensive basketball when you practice 75% of your possessions against man. There's just a rhythm that naturally happens. Well, we didn't have that rhythm for the bulk of these first three games and certainly for two of the three. Yeah. And then uh, Jameson with the team on 13 points, it seems like he's getting more comfortable out there. Is that kind of what you're saying too? Just having yeah. more comfort on the court, I guess? He and Dale. Yeah. He and Dale. I think both those guys. You see, Dale's the one I, I noticed tonight just because Dale's a much better shooter than what he had shown early. And now it's like, okay, he's relaxing a little bit and playing like we've seen him play. What else do you need out of Dale? What, what do you want out of him? What do you see today? Um, he, he's he got to be really good for us on the ball defensively, and then he's got to be uh, disciplined defensively. He's got to be able to be aggressive in passing lanes and then have discipline too. Um, so there's a balance there uh, there with him. He's learned a little bit of a defensive system than, than what he played before. 
So I think some of that's been new for him. But just, I liked his pace today. His speed's terrific. I liked his shot prep and shot, prep, shot readiness today off of uh, some of their gaps. They're really, they're Michigan State assistant Dwayne does a great job, but it's a, it's a highly gapped up defense. And I thought uh, he punched some gaps and he also had great shot prep and playing off penetration. I heard you comment on Big Ten Network about Jamison Battle and just uh, how within, you know, another few games you feel like he will feel like he's – maybe it's just a feeling, I don't know, that he'll be part of this group and yeah. contributing even a higher level, more comfortable. I don't know, just uh, what, what do you see out of him? He just feels like he's on the verge of an explosion of some sort. Yeah, I think comfort and aggressiveness – is what we've been challenging him with, Steve. And I, th I think at the end of the day, um, you know, he's an aggressive kid. He can be more aggressive, but also when you're a transfer and you're probably going to be one of the leading scorers, you know, he's also a kid that's, you know, he doesn't, he, he just wants to, he wants to blend in. He wants to make the right offensive play. And uh, I think he's done that, but he can even grow and be a little more aggressive. But I think more than anything with he and Dale, there's just a level of comfort that comes with every game. Uh, every passing game, you just you know a little bit more what we expect in games from them, and I think that can settle them a little bit. And they, all of that helps. It's just it's not like being a freshman, but there are some similarities to it when you're a transfer in the first year. Jameson mentioned chemistry. He likes the chemistry he's seeing. Uh, he's in the, like you were just talking about being a new guy. How are you feeling about this group coming together? I mean, it's only four games. Yeah. You got a long way to go, I know. Yeah. But do you like what you're seeing so far? What do you like the most? Yeah, I, I do really like it. Um, I just think we got to keep the main thing the main thing. And I think we got to keep what we're about and what we intend to be about at the at uh, as the main focus and I'm, I'm speaking general here but i think our guys know what i'm talking about when i say that so that uh, that will get challenged this year you know certainly we play an outstanding uh, tournament an outstanding team on what is it friday so you know once you start to go through some of those battles but even the loss to a and m our guys were great um you know the next day um but uh, that that always gets challenged once you go through pockets of uh, ups and downs as a team that chemistry, that togetherness, that commitment to kind of your core principles, uh, that gets tested once you go through all that stuff. Does some of that fall in line? The guys were saying that, like, and Bruce mentions hitting singles. Apparently yeah. that's something that Bruce says every time in a huddle, hit singles, hit singles. Um, I, I remember guys saying that last year. It didn't seem like that was always maybe getting through to guys. Uh, where is this, I guess, where do you think you are from the team as far as being able to do some of those things and take the play in front of you instead of trying to hit a home run? Yeah, better, better, Adam. I think it's a, there's a maturity that comes with that as a player where you realize, hey, if you really, you're down 10, if you want to win, 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 have a chance to win the game, you got to win the next possession. And I think that's, uh, there's a maturity that comes with that because, um, that just that takes a minute. You kind of, and I think our guys learned that through some of the losing streaks last year, that uh, you really do have to hit singles, and you got to you got to just make the next right play on the next possession. So, you know, they they've uh, it's good that he says that, Bruce. You know, Bruce has a, a really bright mind when it comes to that um, those kind of things. Were, were you trying to go two for one at the end of the first half? Yeah, definitely two for one. Yeah, we missed. 
I think we missed the read, but um, yeah, we we we've done it. We did it in an earlier game too, but uh, yeah, their plan was to go for two for one, and they know exactly when the shot needs to be taken. Um, we just uh, we didn't we didn't quite execute the pass. Yeah, I, uh, just going back to Dale for a moment, I kind of wanted to ask just how important his development as a scorer, as a passer, is for this team because really, after Bruce and Roddy, he's the guy to handle the ball out yeah. off the bench. Yeah, I think until Tacey gets fully healthy and we see how he's coming along, you're right. Um, it, it's critical. He's he's important for us. He's a really he's important for us. He knows that he's got to keep developing. He's got to keep getting better. He's got to keep doing playing to his strengths and impacting the game as as we know he can. Um, so yeah, he's good. he's a really important uh, part of this group. All right, guys. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks.